Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, the January 6th Congressional Committee is nearing the end of its hearings. There'll be a big wrap-up next week in prime time, laying out the committee's findings and its case that then-President Donald Trump led a criminal conspiracy to try to overthrow the government of the United States by overturning the legitimate results of a Democratic election for president. As the weeks go by and the hearings continue, more and more Republicans and supporters of Donald Trump seem to be coming to the realization that this is serious business. This is not just a partisan witch hunt, as Mr. Trump claims, but that there is real and ample evidence of potentially criminal wrongdoing here by Trump and others. For more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Jessica Levinson, law professor at Loyola Law School in Los Angeles, an expert on constitutional and election law, and also a legal contributor to CBS News. Thank you, as always, for being with us. Thanks for having me. So one more hearing to go. We think that's all for now. Uh, What is your big overview takeaway from what we've seen and heard to this point? I think my big overview takeaway is that the committee has been really good at connecting dots. And it's almost a cliche to say now, but I think they've been very good at telling a consistent narrative of what the president was told, the former president, that he was told by basically every member of his administration, there is no election fraud. There, the election was not stolen that he took certain actions and made certain speeches despite that, that he directly and indirectly spoke to people, including the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and he said, this election is going to be taken from us, do something about it, and that he was aware when he was at the Ellipse, that he was aware that there were people who were armed, and he said, they're not here to hurt me. And then he sent them to the nation's capital and then really did nothing when exactly what any reasonable person could foresee would happen actually did happen. And I think they've really done an excellent job of bringing us from what was the president told to what did he say to what did he do? And then finally, what did he fail to do? So how real do you think the legal jeopardy is now for former President Trump? You know, I would say if we're talking about anybody else, anybody else engaging in this activity, and if you're looking at the criminal code, you have to be saying there is a real case here when it comes to conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government, when it comes to an attempt to obstruct in a congressional proceeding, even when we're thinking about things like seditious conspiracy. Of course, when it comes to the former president, That question is so complicated because it's really a question also of does the current attorney general, Merrick Garland, have the political appetite, frankly, for bringing these charges? And again, it's not just a question of do we think the president did bad things or immoral things? It's 
can Merrick Garland, can members of the Department of Justice prove beyond a reasonable doubt to a jury that these elements of the federal criminal code were violated? Again, I think you could say that with respect to another person. Is the attorney general going to want to bring that case? That's a political question. I don't know the answer. You know, many Trump supporters have poo-pooed these hearings. They've ignored them. But if they haven't watched, they haven't seen the evidence. And more than one committee member and observer has declared, you know, that what happened on January 6th and leading up to it was much worse than Watergate, which, of course, cost Richard Nixon his presidency. I mean, this case is really about subverting democracy in a way that no one else had ever really attempted. How would the attorney general justify not prosecuting Mr. Trump after all this? That is a great question. And I think that's exactly the right question to be asking, which is not just we all have kind of hemmed and hawed over, you know, will the attorney general be able to explain why he's bringing this case? But we don't ask enough exactly what you said, which is how will he be able to explain after everything we heard, after all of the facts that have come out? Yes, not in a court of law, but facts, many of which I think would be admissible in a court of law that you don't bring these charges because at that point you could similarly be saying the decision not to charge would be ignoring the rule of law. The decision not to charge could be a dereliction of duty. And so how would he explain it? I think what he would say is, you know, what we heard is compelling, but that wasn't in a court that was in a political arena. And I don't bring a case unless I'm sure I can prove beyond a reasonable doubt, every element of the charges. And even though there was abhorrent behavior, I don't know if I can prove that. I mean, I, my guess is that that would be the explanation. Um, it, it's not the path I think he should take, but that's what I guess he would say. Which, of course, Trump would trump it as exoneration and that it was all a witch hunt. Uh, if you were an attorney for the former president, would you advise him to try to make some sort of deal? Could you ever see Donald Trump doing that? Oh, my gosh. I I don't know. I really think it depends on if he does, in fact, face federal criminal charges, what exactly those charges are, what the deal on the table would be. I think we know from the former president that he can basically explain away anything. He would say, oh, well, sure, I was charged. And yes, I agreed to plead guilty. But that's only because the Department of Justice is crooked and they were on a witch hunt and I'm not actually guilty. And so I, I can just imagine all these ways that he would, in fact, undercut any settlement by statements he made outside of court. Absolutely. You know, so this week's polling suggests that, that a growing number of Trump supporters are, are turning on him, that they've had enough and they're ready to get behind somebody else in 2024, mostly Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Apart from the legal jeopardy, how significant do you think the political hit is for Donald Trump here? Well, it really depends on whether or not this initial polling that we're seeing where People who supported the former president are now, I think, starting to say maybe we can have the what they view as the best aspects of him without the drama of him, you know, without living through two impeachments, without, frankly, the vile rhetoric. And so I know it feels like it's obfuscating to say it's too early, but we really have to see if this is the beginning of momentum towards Ron DeSantis or if this is just a blip. Yeah, we will have to see. We, I say that a lot on this show. We'll have to see what happens because that's the way politics is. And uh, what happens in the summer of 2022 can have no bearing at all on 2024. Thank you so much for being with us. Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson. 
Thank you again. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 